Hello, hello everybody. It's Thomas Howard, aka DJ Doc, and I want to welcome you to the podcast Straight Talk with DJ Doc. I hope everyone has been enjoying this summer. I know I have for real. You know, we have been enjoying the weather out here in San Diego, which has been fantastic. A lot of people will tell you it's really hot right now, but y'all know I do better with the heat than I do the cold. Because if it gets below 70 degrees, I'm having issues. So I'm hoping that wherever you are, you're enjoying yourself. Your summer has been good. You've been safe. And uh, the family is all well. Now, you know that we've been doing a segment of Businesses to Know. And the one thing I love about doing this segment is the fact that right now we're able to let people know about others out there that have their own businesses or those that want to start a business. So we've been bringing all sorts of people on from uh, real estate agents to, um, I guess you could say, bankers. We've had some tech people on. We've had individuals from all types of businesses. But today I'm really excited because I have a young lady that's here with us. And she is a new business owner or will be shortly. However, she has been her brand for the last uh, at, at starting at age eight, I'm not going to say the last because I'm not telling her age. That's none of y'all's business. All right. But she's been branding herself. And Avis was born here in San Diego, California. And I am talking about the one and only Avis Brown Riley. LPGA trailblazer and history maker. She's an author. She's an influencer, motivational speaker, and so much more. I want to want you guys to help me welcome Avis to the show. Avis, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me, Thomas. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, I was excited about this because I think I told you a little while ago um, that I had started taking up golf. And I, I started taking it up in 2020, got out there and got myself some clubs and everything else. And I started playing. Before that, I thought it was the silliest game on earth. I have to be honest with you. <laughs> because I was like, who is going to walk around all day out in the heat to knock a little white ball into a hole? You know, once I started playing, though, I then found myself actually watching it on TV, seeing some of the things going on and following it. So I want you to tell us a little bit about who Avis is. Yes. So Avis Brown Riley born in San Diego to a wonderful set of parents, Gordon and Harriet Brown, who I'm happy to say that they are still alive. What Beautiful. a blessing. My dad is 87 and my mom is 85. So what a, what a blessing to still have them here and allow them to see my amazing journey. So I started playing golf when I was seven years old. I won my first golf tournament when I was eight years old. And by the age of 10, I was one of the best junior golfers in the world. I won the Junior World Championship at Presidio Hills. And I tell you, I, I never thought in a million years, after 45 years going back, uh, sure, it was just another accolade. But now, years later, I'm, I'm realizing that it's a really big thing. Yeah. Because I am the only African-American female in the world to hold four Junior World trophies. See. But not only that, Thomas, I tell you, uh, my brother, 
Gordon Horace said, Avis, you know, do you really realize who you are? You got, you're like the only African-American female in the world that, that holds that title. And I said, yes, I realize that. And so my brother Gordon says, well, let's do something about it. Mm-hmm. Let's write the book. So we wrote the book, Building of a Champion, How I Became a Champion in Life, the Avis Brown Riley story. But the story is just so amazing where I was number one junior golfer, for five consecutive years, and that record has still yet to be broken in San Diego. And that was through San Diego Junior Golf Association, uh, which is very w- well known in the county. And then also I had a tremendous junior golf career and then also a great amateur career. I'm, I'm the only African-American female in the world to win the San Diego Women's City Amateur at Torrey Pines Golf Course. Mm-hmm. And my amazing journey continues on to where I was able to receive a a full scholarship at United States International University, where I competed for four years. And my best ranking was 25th in the nation. And that was out of uh, approximately 300 girls at the time that was playing NCAA women's golf. So I'm really excited about, I was so excited about that after I actually read my own bio i was like wow i did all that it's funny this when you amazing yeah it's funny when you start looking back at different things and you're like wait a minute okay i did do that but at the time when you're doing it it doesn't seem like it's a large um the, the event of doing it doesn't seem that large it's like all of a sudden it happened and you really didn't realize how significant it was absolutely so now let's take this back a step my father gordon brown senior was one of the best amateurs in the history of Charleston, South Carolina. In fact, he's he's well known as far as helping to break the color barrier to allow blacks to play golf in Charleston, South Carolina in mm-hmm. the 50s. Right. They, they could not play. They would have to go to Wilmington uh, or Georgia or Florida. And then he moved to San Diego in 1960, and he became one of the best amateur players there as well. So we were very fortunate. When I say we, I'm referring to my three brothers, uh, Horace, Orrin, and Gordon. We were very fortunate to learn how to play this wonderful game by a great student of the game of golf. And, and we you, also have a sister, Rosetta, but she had asthma, so she couldn't play. Well, the question I had, and I think you gave us some of that, did you? was that something that you really wanted to do was play golf? Or was it one of the things, you know, nowadays a lot of kids wind up doing stuff and it's more that their parents wanted them to do it than they want to do it. You know, I always made sure when I put my kids in sports that it was something they wanted to do. Did you want to play golf? Well, that's a very great question, Thomas, because living in the Browns household, it wasn't really an option. (laughs) You know, my dad ate, slept, and drank golf. So you have to understand that. Hey, it was not an option. So every day after school, we were heading to Balboa Park, you know, on the, on the weekends. Uh, my dad would work with us on our short game. You know, we play, we practiced at the old Bonita, which is the uh, Bonita Mall today. It, it used to be the old Bonita golf course. And mm-hmm. keep in mind, uh, my parents did not have the funds to allow us to hit golf balls. So we would chip and putt. Okay. But there was a time where we couldn't even go into the pro shop. You know, that's the extent of that at that time in the early seventies. So right. we were very, 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 very disciplined to where we just worked really hard on our short game. And, and I believe that was one of our strongest assets that made myself, my three brothers, uh, such a great, great golfer. So we're, we're recognized in the first 100 years of golf in San Diego as 
the first black prominent golfing family. But not only that, Thomas, we won over 320 victories in mm-hmm. the history of junior golf. Uh, and it's and it's recorded as unprecedented golf history in the world. Right. So right. To, to answer your question, you know, it wasn't really a choice. It's like, oh, we're going to the golf course, put your clothes on, you know, here's some clubs, we cut them down for you, here's your bag. Right. And then after that, I was like, oh, this is fun. So, and the rest is history. <laughs> okay, okay. And, you know, that's good because the big thing is, yeah, like you said, it wasn't really a choice, but you learned to love the game, did you not? Yes, absolutely. I truly love to learn how to play this wonderful game of golf and not knowing that after playing it for over 50 years, you know, uh, starting when I was seven, it's like, wow, looking back, I'm like, I sure I'm glad that my parents taught us this wonderful game of golf because didn't realize at the time that that the accolades were going to be part of history mm-hmm. in addition to all the doors that it has had opened for me as well. Right. Now, one of the things that, that I love is the fact that with doing the golf, you wound up becoming an author. And it was basically because of that. Did you ever see yourself as writing a book? No, I did not. I had that was not a vision or a plan for me uh, until November 20, 2000, was it 2009? I had a vision and a dream, and that was to write a series of books. Mm-hmm. And so at the time I was thinking, okay, I've got a lot of great information, but I need to share it with the world about my history that I felt that has been hidden for so many years. And I refer to myself, Thomas, as the hidden treasure chest. Okay. As I travel around the country, people are like, wow, who are you? They never heard the name. Uh, There was never an existence. And so when they Google me, they're like, wow, you cover half of Google. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't realize I cover half of Google, but it's a beautiful thing now. So we're talking 45 years of history and now my brother and I, Gordon, he was my ghost, ghostwriter for the book. Uh, we did a phenomenal job with the book. We really, truly did. Not mm-hmm. realizing that the book was going to make its way to the USGA Library and Museum uh, as far as an induction. Okay. So we're very proud that the book is being recognized right. around the world. Right. And, you know, just like we're talking, I, I myself am an author and I never, ever saw that as being something that was going to occur. But because of the experiences that I've had and the things that I'd been doing, I was reached out to and talked to about it. And it was like, oh, okay, you feel that I have something to pass. All right, that's fantastic. And it's funny because I know I'd been doing that and helping people. But now they're saying, let's reach a broader uh, range of people by doing the book. Now, besides that, you empower women. I want you to tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So I I believe in empowering, engaging, and enlightening both women and youth. I I want them to know that they too can learn this wonderful game of golf. And and when I was a little girl growing up, you know, I I was only one playing junior golf around the the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so now, 45 years later, when I go on social media and I see so many women of color, minority women playing this wonderful game of golf, you have no idea how how excited I get because I'm like, wow, finally, 
they yeah. finally decide to learn how to play this golf uh, game of golf. And then it's funny because they're like, yeah, and it's part of networking. I'm like, yeah, but I knew that 45 years ago. I'm mm-hmm. so glad that you all decided to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. But better late than never. Right. Yeah, most definitely. Now, yeah. We- so I love I love to empower women as a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. You know, I encourage and I I let them know that they too can become a champion and, and champions come in different levels. And so we're talking a beginner, a avid golfer, recreational golfer. Uh, it doesn't matter as long as you get a chance to play the game of golf. And after all, it's nothing but a, a sport, but it's right. an individual sport that actually uh, tells the reality of who you really are. Mm-hmm. It, it tells your personality. It, ter- it tells you about your character. Uh, sometimes people don't really realize that they demonstrate that out, out on the golf course because that's what that little white ball will do to you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Look, she is not lying. Y'all. I'm, I'm going to tell you all a little, a little story here in just a minute. But right now I want to talk about our sponsor for this show. Our sponsor for this episode is Young Black and in Business. They are an all-inclusive networking organizations serving America's diverse small business owners and entrepreneurs. They help early entrepreneurs grow their professional network, offer high value exposure opportunities, and provide entrepreneurial content from seasoned entrepreneurs. With Black, with Young Black and in Business, you can grow your network through membership, which introduces you to other like-minded entrepreneurs, or grow your net worth through their programming, which prepares you to access capital. Now, Young Black and in Business has a proven track record of hosting events that attract both traditional and digital media attention, industry experts, and dignitaries. Through signature programs and direct relationships with publishers, Young Black and in Business has the capacity to ensure their members gain the exposure they value. So contact them today via their website, joinybnb.com. Once again, that's joinybnb.com. And I've got to tell you, I'm a member of Young Black and in Business, and the opportunity for networking has been immense. So you may want to make sure that you contact them today, and their information will be in the show details. Now, Avis, I think I was telling you that I played in my first golf tournament last Saturday. Yes. Uh-huh. My hat goes off to you because we were out there and initially they said, yeah, we're going to do 18 holes. I said, so 18. I'm thinking, okay, no big deal. Of course, I did a little research and I see that an 18-hole golf course can be anywhere from four to six hours long. <laughs> yes. When I, when I read that, now I had already told them yes, but when I read that, I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what do they mean six hours? I mean, who's out there playing for four to six hours? Exactly. Who does that? Uh, well, I did that. And, you know, <laughs> it was the, the really nice part was I did see where it was relaxing. I was out there with a few of my friends and we consider ourselves the no golf playing team. That's what we call uh-huh. ourselves because okay. all of us are true amateurs. And the biggest thing is we had to make sure that we allowed people to play through and we, we learned what that meant. And we also just had fun talking, enjoying having a, a couple of beers and just riding in the golf courts. It was just, I, I loved it. Now, I have done a nine hole before at the um, Loma Club. 
in Point Loma here in San Diego, California. And I really enjoyed that when I first did it. It was nine holes. It's an amateur course. There wasn't anyone rushing me. It wasn't a competition. It was me and my nephew and, and a couple of other guys. That was great. And I love going there. But I, I, just like you were just talking about how it builds your character and how it brings out all sorts of things, patience, determination, okay, structure, all of that was being utilized out there. And I know that's what you talk about when you talk about motivating people and that there's champions and all sorts of different levels. You know, do you feel that golf in itself is something that can be shown to everyone to achieve those goals? Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about that, Thomas. Two of my highlights that I'm very, very proud of is that I teach course management and mental toughness. Mm -hmm. And as you stated earlier, golf teaches you some of the best values that are not taught in a book. It -hmm. tells you a lot about who you are. So when you're out there, you get a chance to find yourself and enjoy the, you know, if it's four to six hours, you're having fun, the whole nine yards, and you're trying to learn how to hit the ball for those that are still in the beginner stage. For those who are your avid golfers, they're, they're quite there, but they're enjoying it so much. It's it's so addicting. You know, it's fun because uh, let me share this with your audience is Mm -hmm. that once you've learned the game of golf, you actually have conquered yourself in theory when you think about it. Right. Because you have learned more about your personality, you learn more about your character, your values have blossomed, and I'm talking etiquette, you know, dignity, integrity, respect for others, right. learning how to win, how to lose. So um, course management is so, so important when you're out on the course, folks, and, and the mental toughness, you know, how tough do you really think you are as far as you know hitting that little white ball mental toughness it's it's real so for those that are out on the lpga and the pga tour they've got that mental toughness they believe in themselves and 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 they make it happen and what's funny is um one of one of my friends uh marlon he was like you know what we could we could probably sign up for the pro-am and i was like the pro-am what does what is that (laughs) and he was saying that's where professional golfers and amateur golfers play together is that correct yes yes that's correct you know after i got up off the grass from laughing i was like man are you serious he's like we didn't do too bad i said (laughs) (laughs) saturday we became graceful losers because that's exactly what we were but you know it, it did bring back to me my military time because everything that i've joined or everything that i've been a part of has taught me something one way or another. And I feel that, that that also occurred on Saturday. Even though we were out there having a ball, I still learned some things about myself and some of the guys I was with that I hadn't seen at any other time. Some of the real determination of, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit this out there. You know, I'm not going to hit it to the right. I'm not going to hit it to the left. I'm going straight on. And they were so focused. And it was good mm. to see that. You know, it was good to see that. And, and all of us, we, we really wanted to do that. Now, I know we've talked about the golfing. What I want you to talk about next is your upcoming business. Tell us about that. Yes. So 
my business is called AVR Golf, and uh, I just moved from San Diego to Las Vegas, so we're establishing the business here. And it's a business where we provide a service, and we provide clinics, and that's where we have courses on course management and mental toughness. Mm -hmm. That takes place out on the golf course. So currently, I'm actually taking my students out on the golf course so they can develop course management. And what exactly is course management? Course management, excuse me, course management is hitting the ball from tee to green, Mm -hmm. staying focused, you know, hitting the ball down the fairway, selecting the right club to get on the green, get your two putt, uh, move to the next hole. What happens is that golf is a course and there are many, many obstacles such as ponds, lakes, streams, sand traps, oh, trees. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Everybody I, knows about all those obstacles. I met, right? all, I met all of those guys <laughs> on Saturday. Go ahead. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I want you to know that I, I, I still meet them every now and then. So don't feel too bad. But I, I was a guest speaker at the LPGA amateur celebration here in Vegas about two months ago. And as a guest speaker, you know, I'm a motivational speaker as well. Uh, I had to share with them exactly what course management means Mm -hmm. and i don't want to talk about the water the lakes the sand traps and i'm like hey let's change you got to change your mindset you can't be you cannot allow fear to be a factor because what happens is that once you have established that mindset and the, the, the brain's powerful thomas as you well know so whatever you put whatever thoughts that you create in your mind it tells the muscles to react. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to the left and all you see is uh, out of bound stake or a lateral water hazard and uh, wh- whatever obstacle that is out there that is going to cost you a penalty, then that's the last thing that the brain programs. So guess what happens? It programs that and next thing you know, you hit the ball left into the lake. Right. So my, my thought process on that is like, why are we talking about this? Can we focus on hitting the ball and picking out a landing spot on the green mm-hmm. as opposed to the trap to the left or the right. I don't see, I don't see traps. Right. I see landing spots where I, where I want that eight iron or nine iron to land. Mm-hmm. Landing is, is critical in golf. You got to pick out that landing spot. So it was a great opportunity to change the mindset for the amateur players. It's fantastic. And you know, the big reason why I took it up, was I, I was at one of the uh, one of the places that I, I'm a member of the university club here in San Diego, and I had a, a friend who was saying, "Yeah, you know, we I want you to meet some guys. We're gonna be out, and we need a fourth. And initially, before I knew what golf was, I was like, "You need uh, someone for what? You know?" Because he said a fourth. I was like, "For what?" And he was like, "You were just you're hilarious, man." He says, "Are you able to come out to the golf course Saturday?" I was like. Oh, golf. No, I'm out of town. Hopefully he's not listening. I was like, no, I'm out of town and uh, Uh I won't be back. He says, well, you know, we go about out about twice a week. I mean, twice a month. So, you know, we'll get you next time. And I called my nephew who I knew played a little bit. And I said, I need to know how to play golf by next week. And it was so funny because he was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. 
you know, <laughs> but it was the initial being able to network that forced me to go ahead and start learning. So I had been at the driving range constantly and everything. And, you know, I, I saw from the standpoint of getting out there that that's a place where you really can relax. And that's what made it so nice. The first time I went out with those guys, we went to the driving range and there was no pressure. It was just talking about different things. And we talked about business while hitting the ball and whatnot. So I encourage, and I know that you definitely encourage, but I encourage people to take up golf, take a look at it, find out more about it and um, do it. Absolutely. And I'm glad to hear you say that word, relaxation, out on the golf course. Mm -hmm. It is so relaxing. You find yourself in a whole different world because, number one, as you stated earlier, it requires focus and concentration. And so it does not allow other things to settle in, even the work. It's like you just set it aside in your mindset and say, hey, let me just enjoy myself and and have a day of fun on the golf course. So uh, relaxation and, and yes, absolutely. Learn how to play this wonderful game of golf. Yeah. Again, it's networking on the golf course, opens up so many wonderful opportunities, but more so than anything, Thomas, you meet such great people on the golf course. Oh, in fact, definitely. you're going to meet some of the finest people on the golf course. I have already. And you know, Saturday was great because there were individuals that I had not known before that just in mm -hmm. passing or, you know, where, where they're getting ready to tee off and they stop for a minute and just start chatting. You know, it was just, it was just fantastic. And I enjoyed it. I'll, uh, it'll be a minute before I do another 18 holes. Cause my wife laughs. Cause when I came in, she's like, where are you going? I said, I'm just going into the bathroom. She's like, why? And I was like, uh, I'm just going to take a Motrin. She just started cracking up. I was like, you know what? I said, swinging that golf club for six hours is no joke. I don't care when I hear people say, you know, that's not a sport. Let me tell y'all, if you, it is a sport because you are using muscles that you don't normally use. And I did. So as fun as it was, it is a sport. Take it up. Get involved with it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm currently working for a uh, golf galaxy here in Las Vegas. I love it. Uh, gosh, just teaching this wonderful game of golf is what I've been doing for over 35 years. Mm -hmm. My ultimate goal is to build an academy here okay. in Vegas. That's my goal uh, under the ABR golf is to build my academy. And so uh, we're moving in the right direction. And I'm meeting some such wonderful people that are real excited about helping me get to that point as well. So, but meanwhile, I'm, I'm working at Golf Galaxy. I love that they have given me a wonderful opportunity to be their community influencer. So all the events that take place in Vegas, I, I love that I have the opportunity to go out to network, pass out my business cards. And again, it's just introducing this wonderful game of golf to everyone yeah. and during the pandemic thomas we learned from an lpj standpoint we learned that over four million women learn how to play this wonderful game of golf men already knew about it but women were like okay where are you going tonight today honey and I'm like well i'm going around the corner right <laughs> are you going around the corner for four hours and so now they're like this is a great sport. And so majority of the women that come into the store now, now that they have an LPGA class, a teaching professional at this particular store in Las Vegas, in the Summerlin area, they're like, Oh wow, 
you're the LPJ teaching pro? Yes, I am. Oh, perfect. I want to learn how to play golf. Right. So I just love the fact that women are really engaged in this like you cannot believe. Yeah. And, you know, the biggest thing that I loved also was during the pandemic, being out at the driving range, you know, it was outdoors. So it felt a yeah. little safer. And I saw a whole lot of people that were coming there and they were saying that they were there because of the fact that it was safer. It was outdoors. And they finally it was something that they could do at that time. So I think that was fantastic. I want to yes. I, I thank you for being on with us today. You know, this well, was just fun. You, Thomas. Yes. And, and I want everyone to know that you can reach um, Avis on Facebook Instagram or LinkedIn at Avis Brown hyphen Riley. Okay. You can uh, contact her there, send her a message if you need to. And um, Avis, once again, I want to thank you for being here with us. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. Oh, you are so welcome. And I want to thank you listeners for being on with us. We always enjoy talking with you and bringing uh, new ideas and, and things to you. So you've been listening to, Straight Talk with DJ Doc featuring Thomas Howard. Peace, y'all.